Hey, I'm Alicia Bake. I'm Jen Greenfield. And I'm Jen Tifoni. VO Booth Besties listen to the questions you have. We find pros in the know to help you learn. And connect with our amazing VO community. Welcome, Welcome to, to VO, VO Booth, Booth Besties. Besties. everyone to VO Booth Besties. It is our first bestiversary and we're so glad you've all joined us to celebrate. What's a bestiversary you might ask? Well, first of all, it was JT's idea. So if it sounds weird, it's on her. <laughs> one, it is the one year anniversary of when we found each other at the One Voice Conference in Dallas. So for those who just went to the conference, this is where we met a year ago. Um, it's also where the idea for VO Booth Besties was born. And the third thing is we wanted a reason to give away some VOBB merch. Uh, and we think that's worth celebrating. So plus bonus, unexpected bonus. It is also our 50th show. So we're really excited. All right, AB, over to you. During our time together today, we're going to tell you guys the story behind VO Booth Besties. We're going to talk about our favorite takeaways and tips from previous shows or just our careers in general, and we'll announce some important changes that are coming up. So tell you about a few additions to VOBB and stick with us because three random audience members are getting VO Booth Besties merch. And to recap the story of how we met, bonded, and became besties, here's NJ. The year was 1978. It was a cold winter night in Georgia. The sky was black as pitch. Actually, I was born like at 3.30 in the afternoon. This is not a story about my birth. Uh, No, that was supposed to be funny. Anywho, the real story is, uh, the way I remember it, JT and I had already been connected on LinkedIn, and I think maybe some other socials, but I know that we would engage with each other, like comment and, you know, on each other's posts on LinkedIn. AB was not in the picture. Um, and so then when we found out we were both going to the conference, we were, you know, messaging back and forth saying, hey, let's, you know, we need to meet. We're both gens, you know, like it was kismet. It was meant to be. So. We get to the conference, but JT and I hadn't even met yet. So we get to the conference. I connected with Liz and then I saw like Diana Birdsall, Michelle Blanker, maybe Shelly, but Jen Henry all over in kind of the bar restaurant area. And so anyway, I just went over, just sat down and started chatting with them because I had known them beforehand as well. And AB was there and you were rooming with Jen Henry, right, AB? What was your what was your connection with Jen Henry? So I had been coaching with Jen and we I coached with her a couple of times and we just became buddies. Like you can't know Jen Henry for more than five minutes and not be her friend because that's just how she is. And anyway, I was like, hey, do you have a roommate? I didn't even know she was speaking, you guys. Like I didn't know they were like giving her a room. I was like, do you have a roommate for for the one voice conference. And she was like, no, you should be my roommate. She was so nice to me. So was that your first conference to that point? So I had done Bio Atlanta virtually as a volunteer. Uh, Uh, So I was, I never really got any of the full experience because I was like shuffling people in and out of rooms. And it was, it was interesting. Okay. But so that'd been your first in-person conference. Why did you decide to go? I went Because I wanted to have, like, I liked what I saw at Bio Atlanta. And there's this moment where some, I think it was Scott Chambers took a phone down 
to the online audience and was like showing everybody sitting around talking at the Atlanta. And I was like, I want to be part of that. Like, I want to be part of that. And I wanted to network and meet these people. And so I was, and then I was nominated for some awards. So then I felt like I would be, it would look bad if I didn't show up. I, okay. I don't know, put, put a lot more expectations on that than we're Right. At and we've learned, we've learned since then, but okay. Yes. But so cool. Okay. So JT, what about you? So I, had you done any conferences before this one? I mean, this is just totally serendipitous. If I mean, yeah. I had already done Atlanta in person, so I already had done a an in person conference. So this was just another one. But was this your first? Um, it was. I did one voice virtually the year before, and like AB, I decided because I was nominated, I would go and it would be fun. Got to the hotel. The first person I met was Anna Collins. And then I got off the elevator. When I got off the elevator, uh, Bertie was standing there with Michelle and Shelly Avellino. And I stepped off the elevator and got, ah, you're here. And Diana ran over and gave me a big hug. I was like, hey. And um, that was my first like, oh my gosh, people recognize my face. That's so bizarre. And you and I had exchanged phone numbers so we could text and meet up. Well, that was smart of us. I'm sure that was my idea. I'm taking credit. I can't remember. <laughs> so I let you know that I was there and um, I met you down at the bar for a drink. And then um, AB kind of came into my sphere later on when we were trying to get dinner. Right. So when I first met AB, I was, she, she was like not engaging at first. And I was like, mm, she's with Jen Henry and she's hanging out with us. And she just kind of was like over here. And we were all like right here, which we joke, AB was the one who appeared so introverted when we first got there. Cause we we're like, okay, she's just going to go stand over there. So I, and hindsight- I felt like a wallflower. I, I didn't know how I felt like everyone else knew there's that perception. I think a lot at conferences, like everybody else knows each other and you're the only one who doesn't. I didn't realize that half of that group would had, was literally meeting for the first time. Yeah. You got to jump in with two feet at conferences, my friends, just so you know, you, just act like, you know, everybody, <laughs> but so at first I was just kind of like, Oh, she's just going to kind of do her thing. And so I just kept, you know, chatting with everybody, but so let's see. Um, so <laughs> I joked that in hindsight, we now know it could have been a little ADHD. She probably was worried about her 10,000 kids. She only has five, but we joke that it's, it feels like more than that. So we all made small talk. You even fixed Jen, Jen Henry's was, hair yep, and we can, yeah. Hand. And we connected you. She was like, I don't know what to do with this. And you were like, I've got sister, I, I got this. And you had like done a little thing with her hair. And I was like, I do hair. And then we were just, and then now we had a point of connection, which I talk about in my networking session. So I was like, okay, we've got that. Um, then we just, we, and it still wasn't right then that we really connected. I think we all just kind of bounced around Friday night, but then come Saturday, Jen, clearly JT and I had connected and yeah, we saw AB like holding up a wall, staring at her cell phone again, being a fake introvert. Was this all a scam? Were you just putting us on AB? <laughs> No, I really genuinely felt that way. It's funny. I have never in, I'm an extroverted extrovert. I have never in my life really felt like the outsider, but I very much felt like an outsider. I was having a hard time. So you guys were my, we friends. fixed that. You did. We fixed that. <laughs> Fast. Um, so what happened that, so what happened next? So then we all went to the award ceremony, but none of it. So we all dressed up. I went up to 
AB's room because then she volunteered to do my hair, which I wasn't going to say no to that. And she did a fabulous job. And then we just, and then it was that night we were drinking. AB was not drinking alcoholic beverages, but we were drinking. We were taking pictures of who knows what we were dancing at the disco, the silent disco thing. And we decided to be accountability buddies. That was, that was Saturday morning. We decided to form an accountability group. I thought that was (laughs) Sunday morning. No, Mm -mm. it was Saturday morning. Okay. Well, see, it's been, I don't remember yesterday. So, um, yeah, me being tasked with retelling the story, clearly there's a lot of holes. Um, and I've (laughs) slept since then. So what I do remember the VO booth besties part, though it hadn't been named yet. Um, Sunday morning, we, so we did closing ceremonies and I just think we all had late flights and I joke. Mine you know, was we were, canceled. Oh, yours was canceled. I mean, welcome to, so I had home. like all day. Yeah. So we joked that we kind of held court. We kind of held a mini conference Sunday because, you know, conferences are interesting. Um, I, I argue, and, and AB actually made a fantastic analogy. She said, it's often like having a kindergartner and a senior in high school in the same class. I'm sure some of you, you know, have, have witnessed that or have experienced that, that you're just like, for the people who are newer to the industry, it's like a wall, I mean, just a tsunami of information. And then folks who've been in the industry longer, like, I think I kind of already knew that, you know, so there's sort of just this like mix. Well, so Sunday morning, we kind of, we were in the, um, we'd had breakfast, finished the um, closing ceremonies. And the three of us were sitting at a table in the restaurant and just had kind of acquired a fantastic group of folks. And most of them were new. And it just became an opportunity for them to go, okay, I I kind of, I kind of heard and retained 20% of what was coming at me. And we we're like, what do you want to know? Like, let's, let's just talk about, and it literally folks were pulling out their notepads of notes and going, what do I do about this? And what did they mean by this? And we just found ourselves able to answer questions, mentor, give back, and just really kind of give um, some relief to a lot of the stress. And again, that overwhelm that had happened all the two days before. And in doing this, we were like, not only do we feel you know, qualified to help folks, you know, get their answers question or get their questions answered. We also saw it as an opportunity. We're like, you know, why don't we take some of these speakers that had to speak so broadly, right? That's kind of why you, when I talked about AB's analogy is these speakers have to speak at such a high level that they can't really get to the nitty gritty. They also only, you know, they have a limited amount of time. And so you don't always, and you don't really get time to ask questions, right? You, you, um, maybe they're on a panel and they're just kind of talking at you or even in their session, they've got something pre-done and, you know, so there, and there's usually five minutes to ask a question. So we realized we could provide something more and we weren't seeing that there's lots of people with podcasts. Well, a lot more now, a lot of people (laughs) with clubhouses. Um, there's a lot of people with Facebook groups, right? But The second part of this, and actually, Abby, I want you to speak to it. The second part of this was how do we build, we can ask questions anywhere, but how do we build the community part? So do you want to speak to that, Abby? Because that was really important to you, actually. That was one of your big things. I think because I came to that conference, I don't know, I, I felt so out of place. I felt 
like I didn't have a community before that. It was pretty much just me and my booth. I I knew a few people's names from Facebook groups, but that was it. I didn't really have friends. And you guys so rapidly became my besties. Um, sorry, there's always going to be a kid interrupting. Me. Always. It's just <laughs> until school starts. Um, and I, it, we sit in these booths and we talk to ourselves all day. And it becomes an echo chamber. And we're supposed to be authentic in our performances. But when we're literally just listening to ourselves all day, it's really hard to get there. And I felt a lack of that community in the Facebook group. Sometimes it was like, go get a coach, go get a coach was like the answer to everything. Like, well, where do, what kind of equipment do I get? We'll call Uncle Roy. It's like, well, let's actually give some real actionable, practical advice that people can use. So that's the learn listen, like listen to each other and share and then connect. And and we love how the the clubhouse has given us that format to kind of connect in the comments and in the chat online, now in the Facebook group. And it was so fun in Atlanta and in Dallas to see you guys. And like, I just, you know, I, I knew your faces and, and some of them it's backwards. Like Terry, I met you in Atlanta, but then started seeing you in the Facebook group. And I'm like, yes, I know him. I I heard him read and he's really good. You know, like it's just kind of fun to, to form that community. And that's what we really wanted. JT, what, what about you? What was when we started talking about this? Well, okay. So this also adds to it and you can speak to this as well, that at first we thought we need an accountability group. And we'd even included a couple (laughs) other, we even included, you know, a few other people that we were like, but here's what you need to know about ABJT and myself. And if you don't already know it, come out from under your rock. I mean, we are self-driven. You know, we we persevere. We're self-driven. We're not like 100% all the time. But after we started meeting and we were like trying to set guidelines and rules and things for us, we were like, we're not, we don't, it's not accountability that we need. <laughs> what did we say, JT? We're like, we just need friends. Yeah. <laughs> we just needed a girlfriend. <laughs> we just needed somebody who understood what we were doing every day because you're like, I can, I can talk to my friends that I've had for forever from, you know, school and church and all the the places. And they're like, we just think it's so cool that you do what you do. I'm like, no, you need to understand how frustrating this session was because there were seven people directing it. And so it was just so nice to have somebody to talk to who understood like, oh, I'm really bummed today because I had no auditions or somebody who's going to be excited because you got a a callback or you were shortlisted. Um, Like, you know, my husband's like, oh, honey, that's really nice. But yeah, so it was. Or somebody that's not going to say, well, how do I get into that? You know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's like, you know, you have, you talk to the grocery store clerk and they find out what you do and they're like, well, how do you, how do you get into that? You know, and instead of, why is that hard? What are the challenges? What is it really like? It seems glamorous to them, but not the nitty gritty. Right. So it was just really nice to have somebody to talk to. But then we also kind of bonded over the mom stuff. And I think it just got fewer and fewer days between the time that we talked. And probably by the end of that first month, we were <laughs> we were texting, marcoing, and FaceTiming multiple times a day. And it's still like that. Like we try to leave each other alone when we're on vacation. Like don't, but um, But we're not very good at it. We're really not. I'm like, oh, look, I had ice cream. (laughs) Listen to my crickets. 
yes, yes, I do do that. <laughs> that is me. I send videos. I'm like, listen, I'll listen to all the crickets. I love the crickets. Um, but we wanted everybody else to have that too. We right. wanted everybody else to have that feeling. I think that's, and that's, that's, and that's what we're going to get to as we, with part of our announcements is, is I think you guys, I think collectively, and especially the folks who are here, you know, when you're active, you guys show up every week, some of you even twice a week on both of our clubhouses. I mean, you guys are chatting and commenting and, and we're seeing that community build. We're seeing that engagement build. We're getting to know each other. What I see even after, because we always encourage it afterwards, connect on LinkedIn. You know, if you're comfortable, connect on Facebook or other socials, Instagram, you know, and then you're keeping the conversation going. And not only is that part of networking, right? Supporting one another, but it is, it's building community. You know, each other. Um, I, I tell people, you know, you have full control over you know, your social media feed, you have control over, you know, what you get to see. And, and I love that we're all part of what you, you know, make your social media about what you, what your LinkedIn is about. Um, because you can weed out the ugly, you can weed out the politics or things, whatever, or, if, or not, but, you know, things that maybe don't bring joy to you. And so I love that VO Booth Besties, not only within the group, but that you guys are connecting outside um, of our group and just bringing joy and support and positivity uh, to each other each day. So I love that. So we are at 50 episodes. Holy moly. Um, JT, why don't you take over? Okay. So um, Alicia is our big idea person. Alicia takes something like big and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until NJ steps in and goes, let's I am the squasher of dreams. <laughs> no, you are the, no, the, she's the person that makes it ideas. actually happen. The person that makes it actually happen. And then I'm, I'm the person who sits back and figures out what the technical things are that right. we need to, and I, I try to put those in place. She drives um, the car that keeps us all getting from point A to point B. NJ's the mechanic that keeps it all working. And I'm like, let's make it look pretty. I put the gas it's in it. Big, it's a big wheel, just for fun. I'm the cheerleader the in the back seat. You can do this. <laughs> so I, I thought it would be fun today too, to kind of share some of the moments that stand out from the past year. Like um, the time that we were all on a FaceTime early on and Alicia was sitting in, in her bedroom on her bed and NJ noticed that there was a coil of rope on the headboard and pointed it out. And we were like, um, she doesn't drink and she doesn't, but there's, there's rope on the bed. So, um, that's you interesting. To, I cannot believe you told that story, JT. <laughs> and I love you a little bit more for bringing it up. And let me tell you, the woman is never going to live that down. It was a, it was a whip. It's a rope. It's not a whip. <laughs> it's a whip, people. The funniest part is that I was like, why do you, what? I didn't even understand why they thought it was a big deal. My husband's grandfather made horsehair ropes and we have like a whole family history section in our bedroom. So they're like hanging up there and they're like, no, we know what that's really for. And I'm like, she's got five kids, my friends, come on. <laughs> But every time I bring it up, she's like, it's an antique. And I'm like, no, it's rope. It's a whip. 
let's be real. But it also, it one, we can joke about stuff like that. And I love that I just make her blush 10 different shades of red. Um, each time I bring it up and she gets very defensive about the ropes, but I'm like, hang just the room. room. Put it in the kitchen. Don't hang ropes on your bed and then not, not think we're going to come. <laughs> or just don't FaceTime from there. I mean, we're the people who find those things and grab onto them. Like uh, the day I discovered that NJ hates the phrase golden nugget. Oh. And how we latched onto that so hard. Putting it in every episode. Somewhere there's there's a golden nugget in every episode just to be annoying. And then they just start laughing and laughing and I'm over there cringing. I just, and she'd send us pictures flipping us off and we're like, <laughs> like, oh my God. I mean, seriously, guys, let's get, cre- we're creatives in here. Please come up with a better expression, terminology for insightful gems that is not golden nuggets. Oh, Ian, hi. Yes, it drives me absolutely insane. And I think it's gross. I don't know if any of you guys saw um, at the conference, um, AB actually, she found a um, little Hershey bar and it was, I mean, little and it's golden. It was called Nuggets. I brought it to her. I said, look, there's golden nuggets at the conference. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And then you guys posted a picture in our um, conference support group. (laughs) What were you going to say, Ian? I was going to say, that is a golden nugget. (laughs) Golden nugget about golden nuggets. Yes. JT, tell everybody what you did. Again, talk about community building. This is another, this was totally not VO Booth Bestie related, but tell us what you, tell everybody what you did. I don't know. It was just kind of spontaneous. I saw um, John Gardner made a comment in the One Voice attendees group about you know, cause everybody started posting there. I'm on my way. I'm at the airport. Who's going to be there. I'm going to see you. Can't wait to hug you. And John Gardner said, the FOMO is getting real. And I was like, don't worry, John, the rest of us are, are sitting here at home having FOMO with you. And I was like, wait a minute. So I, I made like just that quick. I made a new Facebook group and posted about it. It was the not attending one voice support group where we, we all chimed in throughout the course of the conference and um, Alicia and Jen would come in and, and just tell us how awful the conference was and all the things <laughs> we weren't missing. And so then come Saturday, I, like, I tried on Friday night to make a hangout so that we could have our own hangout. And um, Terry's the only person I ended up talking to because in my brilliance, I've, I realized that I could start a room ahead of time. And I thought that it would just open and people could pop in and out as they wanted to, because I was going to be at my kid's uh, performance. And so it turned out that I had to let everybody into the room and I couldn't because I was in the middle of an audience. So um, I got to talk to Terry for like five minutes at the end of the kids while they were striking the set. And um, so that was an epic failure. And so Saturday, I decided that we needed our own awards. So I spent all day Saturday, like literally from 8 a.m. when the idea hit me to talk about work-life balance, life-work balance. It was like, okay, write down all the things and then make breakfast and then um, make sound effects for all the things and make a trip to the grocery store. And so 
it, it took me right until the time that the, the awards started, but I was able to post our awards video at the same time that the awards were kicking off in Dallas. And so that was just fun. And it's brilliant if you hadn't seen it. Yeah. So AB and I, we got a little loopy. I won't lie. We were, um, when all, when, when we found out JT was pulling off this, um, separate Facebook group for those who were sad about not being at the conference, I was like, okay, I'll be your secret agent and I'll post picture. I'll share with you how often, you know, that you're lucky you're not here. So if you guys haven't, you need to just join the group anyway, (laughs) just for the laughs. But Anyway, so each time, so each day people would post like, yeah, I'm not at the conference, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm at the dentist or I'm on my way, you know, and it would just be these like mundane things. And one of our favorites that we did was, um, well, the first one I posted was, it was this, my empty bag of trail mix. And I was like, here, I'm at this conference and all, all you know, this, all, this is all I got. I got this empty bag of trail mix. Thank goodness you guys aren't here because like this, this is what we're working with. Well, then JT made a post that was like, yeah, if I was at the conference, I wouldn't have this opportunity to walk my dog and, you know, be outside and just enjoy the day. Da, 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 da. And so then I get this idea. I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to do a, you know, I wish I wasn't this conference so I could walk my dog. So I went and got my hair dryer. This is how committed we were. Oh, can you see the picture? I went and got my hair dryer and we went all the way out to the dog. I've, I sanitized my hair dryer since then. Went out to the dog pee poop area and I start dragging my hair dryer on the ground, like with, you know, pretending it was my dog. Anyway, we're big dorks. And so we had a lot of fun and we, and JT's whole presentation and her award ceremony is fantastic. You should, you should go listen to it. Um, What else? Casting directors. Oh my gosh. How many of you, and you can just, this is all, you don't have to, it's rhetorical. We're there for our Thursday workday with Liz Atherton, and we did the um, live um, feedback on samples on two takes for the commercials. JT, you want to talk about that? Oh, my word. There's a picture of us online somewhere with all of us like, oh, my word. Like, we have a whole new respect for casting directors after doing that workshop because listening to... um, 257 auditions, two takes takes. each. And we listened to the full thing. We didn't get to do the, uh, yeah, no, and move on. We promised you guys, we would listen to both takes and give feedback. And we did. And oh my word, such a hard, that it's so much harder than you would think. Um, but from that, (laughs) there was a super cute video that they made on their way to Atlanta. It was NJAB and uh, their friend, Terry, and they stopped at Wendy's and it was a Wendy script, a 15 second Wendy script that we had listened to was 257, 514 times. <laughs> so, <laughs> and each of us had listened to it 514 times. <laughs> and uh, so they made a little video from Wendy's with the script and it was so funny. So funny. That lives on somewhere too. We should have to that lives somewhere. Post that yeah, we should repost it. That was pretty funny. And then our she scrubbing had- bubbles video. Yes. Yeah. That is next on my list. Um, the way that we, we kind of take an idea and run with it and we feed off each other and it, it snowballs until um, 
Alicia's Jingle Challenge turns into a fully produced (laughs) commercial for scrubbing bubbles. I was like, I need a, I need a jingle and I don't know how to write a jingle. And NJ was like, I got you. 10 minutes later, she has written me a jingle. And then she like directs me through it. And then she has to make a whole commercial. If you're newer to our community, go back in time and watch the, it's funny. Um, it's, I think it's on TikTok and Instagram too, but. We'll just yeah, post yeah. all this stuff in the group when we're done. There we go. <laughs> We'll just yeah, repost we'll just it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. VOBB through the year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, that's what, six that's, months. Yeah. That's what's a funny thing, too, is we also bring to the table, and I'm sure as you guys continue to grow your, you know, tribes, as it were, or if you have accountability groups or just booth besties, you each bring something different to the table. And that's one of the things I've also found that just about the VO community as a whole, and I'm sure you JT and AB will agree. I just, you're not my competition. And I don't mean that mean, I mean, we're just together. Like we're all just trying to get stuff done and learn and grow. Even when, you know, JT has been in the, between the three of us, she's been in the industry the longest, but she is, she, and I, she's won't be upset that I say this. She is finding a whole new confidence in how she emails folks, how she's reaching out to um, different agents and things like that. And she'll, I don't care that she's, do, it doesn't affect my career that she's doing that. She'll say, Hey, will you look at this email or, Hey, what do you think of this pitch? Or, Hey, what do you think about this? So when AB is like, Hey, I'm doing this, this workshop and we need a jingle, she can say, Hey, uh, Jen, I need help and, and I can draft it. And then I'm like, Hey, JT, you know how to find all the sound effects. And so she does that. And then I put it all together. And then, cause I've got nothing better to do with my time. Cause I'm an idiot. I go make a whole commercial and drag my kids into, they're my videographers, uh, whether they like it or not. Um, but anyway, but there's just this, um, not just camaraderie, but there's, we're just able to bounce things off each other, you know, and it's not, we don't threaten each other. That's not, I mean, even that sounds extreme, but you know what I mean? Where we just can share and lift each other up. And that's yeah. one of the things we like about VOBB. I mean, the whole community. I love that oh, sure. we'll go in and, and post questions. Uh, like yesterday, Will posted that um, he'd gotten an audition from his agent and wasn't right for the part. So he passed it on to Troy Holden and Troy got his first SAG commercial out of it. I mean, like that's, that's just such a beautiful thing about this community. It is. It is. Jennifer Simmons says in the comments, rising tides lift all boats and it's all day true. long. It's true. We can, we can work together and we'll get the same auditions. That's what know? I was going to say. Talk and- about how your voices are similar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my favorite story is in Atlanta um, we were all, we didn't share room. We, I shared room with NJ and you shared a room with your son, but I brought my booth and equipment cause I was driving down, not my booth, but my equipment. And, um, so we both recorded an audition and we had both gotten the same audition from different agents. And so JT came in and recorded it and it was on my desktop. And then <laughs> I came in and recorded it. And I'm like, we literally, I could have just submitted JT's for mine and mine for hers. Like we sounded the same and not because we had the same read. We didn't. We actually had very different interpretations of the script, but our voices sound very similar. So we're quite literally competing for the exact same jobs. And if she gets one that I auditioned for, I'm almost more excited than if I book it. You know, like it. that's how this community works. And that's right. And like when you got the Hershey job that we both auditioned for. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And hey, like Hershey just is talking about you. <laughs> a 40 minute ride from my house and we were both shortlisted and you got the job. And I was like, yay, because it was you and not somebody else. Yes. And you knew how much I needed that job right then. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the yeah, things sure. that we know about each other. Yeah. So are we, let's see. Moving on to our announcements. Yes. Or are we doing our top five? I had top five tips or top five, like, we talked about fun things. What I, you know what? Let's talk about this. Maybe pick, let's just so we kind of keep things moving. Maybe pick like your top two interviews or, you know, podcasts that stand out to you. How about you go first, AB? Well, I had written some things down, but they, and they, I'm not sure if they're from interviews. I didn't oh, okay. write them to interviews. I should have, and I probably could have. Maybe I will in the comments. But one thing I feel like that we've talked about over and over and over, but maybe not in this phrase, is comparison is the thief of joy right? That comes to my mind over and over. Every single person in voiceover has a different path. And the three of us illuminate that drastically. JT has a bunch of years of radio experience behind her and she's been doing voiceover for forever. You have sales and marketing. And when you're coming into voiceover, like with a gigantic splash and cannonball, and I like crept into it slowly over the last five years. And But we each did it differently. We used different platforms. We have different agents. We have different types of things that we do. And yet we all feel like we're kind of in the same place. And so um, it's really easy, especially after a big conference, to look at everybody else and be like, I'm not where they are. I I need to be where they are to be successful. But it's that's that's not how it works. You just have to focus on where you need to be. Um, The next one is that you have to invest in your voiceover career. You have to invest time and you have to invest money. And anybody who tells you that you can jump into this career and not spend a dime is lying to you. Or doesn't do it. (laughs) Or doesn't do it. Yeah. But we also believe that you don't need to go and buy the whole bank all, you know, spend the whole bank all at once. We think, I like to believe that you can slowly invest a little bit at a time. And that's how I did my careers. I bought a $300 microphone and then I bought I, you know, bought a interface and then I went from the interface to working on my studio and then I built a better studio and then I built a better studio and then I bought a bigger microphone and, you know, and I just did it slowly and I did it all with voiceover income so that everything was self-sustaining and I didn't have to go into debt. But some people choose to go take out a loan and do it all at once. And that works too, because that works for them. It's just, that's not how you have to do it, but you do have to invest. How that investment looks is up to you, but you do have to invest. Um, the next is that there is no magic ticket. We, we often think once I get an agent, I'm going to Skype. My career will take off. Once I book that big job, I remember thinking once I book a job that's got four numbers in it, you know, a thousand dollars or more, like once I book, like if I could just book a job like that, then I would be in the big time. And it's not, it's not like that. There is no, there is no magic ticket that you have to accomplish. And when we put all of our eggs in that basket of that goal that says, I, if I can just accomplish this, I'll be successful then we find ourselves disappointed. Number one, when we don't accomplish that. Right now, I think everybody wants an agent. And right now it is like going over Niagara Falls in a barrel and hoping to survive to think you're going to find an agent right now. Like it's almost impossible. And um, and that can feel very frustrating and overwhelming, but so <laughs> many people are killing it in voiceover without an agent. So don't 
believe that there's this one thing that you've got to do to, to make your career. And that if you haven't achieved that yet, you're not successful. And then when you do achieve that and you suddenly don't feel successful, don't feel crushed by that. Does that make sense? So those are my, those are my three big things. What about you, JT? Tips or interviews that stand out to you? Oh man, Uh, I could definitely, I could pull something from every interview that we've done. Um, I would have to say that our, our panel on Monday night was my favorite conversation that we've had. It, It was a conversation that I think needed to be had. And I think we, um, the perspectives that were brought out were so good and an opportunity between um, the panel on Monday and the, the panel that we're redoing with our Latin American friends. Um, I love that we can, we can have those conversations and it's conversations that no one else is having, not in our industry, not in a podcast form and, that's part of the beauty of our community is that it's not a segregated community where we're all voiceover people and that that's it. Like that's, that's our common tag. Yep. I really liked Monday. I loved, I also loved our Latin American panel. I can't wait to do it again. So you guys can all enjoy that. If you weren't there live, what a disaster. Anyway, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We're moving over. Um, so let me think really quick and then we'll move on. Um, so we keep us close to an hour. So, um, you know, when we first got started, it was, we had Tim Friedlander, you know, we, we kind of had our list of folks that, you know, in the industry, right. That we knew people would show up to listen for, one of the things we really tried to do was try to think of unique topics or maybe not just standard, you know, conference topics or workshop topics. And one that our very first one was all, interestingly enough, was all about union, non-union and FICOR. And, and we had Tim, you know, lead that conversation and it, it, and JT and I, we both, that's something we're striving for, but it was just an inter, it was, we learned a lot there's some misconceptions. There's some misinformation about getting the union. What do I have to do? How can I do it? We talked about, there's a lot of voice actors who weren't voice actors first. They they're SAG, but they did like an on-camera job one time when they were 10 or, you know, pick a thing. So, so the entry to union has, is also just like getting into voiceover. It also can be wildly different, but that being said, I was so excited that our second interview was Scott McCarthy, who is a VP at DreamWorks, and he actually is the head of dubbing. And it was really, we got a little bit of conflicting um, feedback because people like, well, I don't do dubbing, so this isn't for me. Or because he said that DreamWorks use does localization only, meaning they only hire people who um in the country where they are translating it. So if they are doing, if, because DreamWorks is, is, a, is English first, right? So if they were going to China, they go to China and find the studio there and that's who they use. So they're not going just to LA and saying, who's bilingual. That's not how they work. So a lot of people are like, this doesn't apply to me. And I'm like, to me, 
It 100% does because you need to learn about the industry. And how many times have maybe bilingual or multilingual folks tried to pitch to DreamWorks and didn't realize they're not going to hire you ever because that's not how they that's not how they operate. I also thought it was amazing to know that a company as big as DreamWorks is supporting localization, is supporting right studios in other countries and and not just the studios, but the producers, the casting directors, the actors. They he also made it very clear that they pay whatever the top rate is in that country that they um that they pay that they're that just period if they if if france has a union which i think they do but you know whatever it is whatever country uh they just pay the top rate there's no low ball you're in a different country they pay whatever that country's top you know union rate is for action so i thought it was amazing and i learned a lot did it apply to me no but i thought it was great for education so that's one of the things we were really trying to do is try to get different folks um, into the into our conversations that aren't just in the circle, you know, that we've just heard kind of over and over and over. When we brought in our, we've had several SEO folks, we've had web folks, they were from outside of the industry. And I think that's really nice because they're going to put a different set of eyes on websites or a different set of eyes on, you know, kind of what voice actors websites looks like look like and things like that. So I really enjoyed that. Um and yeah, I think those are kind of my my big highlights. Of course, we've had amazing coaches come on. Uh all of the audio folks have been wonderful. Tina was great. And what's really nice is although it's it comes off as kind of a um salesy or affiliate, a lot of our speakers too, they're like giving discounts on different things through, um, through us, which I think is kind. Um, and they're also giving out information. They're sharing their, you know, like when we had, um, Almeida Banyan from, um, JT, who is she with? Harper Collins. Harper Collins. I mean, she is an audio book publisher. She said, here's my email. You guys will have to go back and listen to the podcast. Here's my email. Send me your demo. She didn't have to do that. She liked what we were about. She wanted to support us. She probably got flooded with (laughs) demos. Not my problem, but she did it. So I really, it's nice because our, and our speakers tell us they like our format. They like, they're happy to share the information because it's, it's, it's a little more, it's a little more formal and it gives them an opportunity to talk and really share insights. And anyway, so we're, we're really proud of that, but I, I I have just enjoyed, gosh, so many of our interviews. Okay. JT, why don't you go into the changes? Okay. Um, well, the first and most obvious change is we are moving off clubhouse to zoom. Um, but not live, not live like this. No. Right. We'll just making it clear. (laughs) People aren't going to be like, oh, we're going to be live on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, no, the live on Facebook is is just for this. But um, this, the Zoom is going to replace Clubhouse. So we'll post the link. It's actually going to stay the same, but we'll, we'll post the link in Clubhouse if you happen to be there and are not on Facebook. Um, So you can still join in if you want to. You can still get the replay as a podcast if you want to. It just gives us um, FaceTime with each other, which is really, really nice. And 
the glitches that like the fact that we lost that entire conversation with our, our Latin American panel. And it was such an amazing conversation and it's gone. So um, here we are. You can can still chat just like questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. So that is our first big change. Yep. So we actually noticed that it worked best for everyone if we keep it Thursday that morning afternoon time. So we're going to move from Monday nights and we're going to stick with our Thursday 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, still one hour. Wait, what does this say? With the exception of an occasional special. Okay, and so there may be some times it switches, but of course we'd let you know. But that's really what we want to do. You guys told us. It's during the day. It makes you get out of the booth. It makes you, you know, show up. We're going to start seeing each other's faces. It's going to allow for more engagement versus when we do it at night, you guys are cooking dinner or you're getting kids ready for bed and it kind of disrupts a little bit. So I think this works best. So we're excited. We'll just stay with the Thursday daytime. What else, JT? Um, We are adding an accountability opportunity on Mondays. At this time. about that. (laughs) <laughs> at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific, one in the afternoon, there will be a Zoom room. I believe Nevin is going to lead that. Details to follow. Okay. Yeah. So details to follow, but it will be a place where we can all just come in. It's it's not a conversation necessarily. It's a mental check-in time for everybody to get together and work on their own stuff. Um, you're in the same space. And you're, you're doing what you need to do, but you have the accountability of being in that space and just working on things for an hour. So whether it's your direct marketing or emails that you need to send out to um, agents or, um, you know, you've got some editing or whatever you need to catch up on. It's that time to just be accountable to that hour and to yourself in a group setting. I love that. And, and we'll, although we're going to have someone else host it, it's still the VOBB Zoom and we'll all be still popping in. So again, just to reiterate, it's not that you need to show up and like chat. I'm sure there will be a, an, a place for that, or maybe it's a chat only. I don't know. We'll see how this all unfolds, but we wanted to give everyone the opportunity to be like, you know what? I just, like AB said earlier, you know, we all get stuck in our booth and we just kind of let it take over. And this would be like, oh yeah, on Monday, I had set these goals for myself. I need to show up and get these things knocked out. Even if you don't turn your camera on, it's just, again, that opportunity for you to show up, be around other people who are just like, I got a to-do list and I need to to do it. Okay. And last, but certainly not least, we've done all right, ladies. 1051. Uh, at the conclusion of this Zoom, the VO Booth Besties merch shop will go live. So to kick that off, I don't know how we're doing this. I'm leaving it up to JT. We are choosing three random people in our audience. You will be able to go to our shop and either pick out a mug, a t-shirt, we have a pint glass. There will no be no beer in it. I'm sorry to tell you. Um, and oh, JT even made shirt. Did are they shirts, JT? There's a shirt and a pint glass for oh my gosh. not attending One Voice support group. So if what you happen to be, is there any is there is there any naked Jen? Swag? It's on its way. All right. <laughs> 
It's on its yeah. way. It's on coming. It. It's coming. It's coming. We got friends with Naked Jen. I danced with Naked Jen. I drank with Naked Jen. We got them all. They're on their way. So, so that is going live. Um, we will email the three people. Um, How are you choosing, JT? I am going to put the, there's like a random choice generator. Oh, okay. So I'm putting all the names in there and I'm not picking them. The AI. Or maybe I'll just write them down on a hat. Uh, I'll just write them down on paper, stick them in a jar and let my kids pick them. All right. So as we do at the end of each of our um, episodes, we always ask our guests three for fun questions and we've never asked each other. So I, I'm going to start and ask JT, what singer band or composer are you enjoying right now? Um, I've been kind of on a, on a Dave Matthews band kick lately. Okay. Okay. What podcast have you been listening to? Ooh, I've actually been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. Um, some business and marketing podcasts that I found. Um, the Goal Digger podcast is good, but I've also been listening to uh, Jody Krangle a lot Yay. lately. Oh, and she's going to be on our show soon, everyone. Yes. Next Thursday. Great. Hey, it's Jody. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> and finally, what is your favorite dessert? Creme brulee. Any kind of creme brulee. Did anyone else watch um, Emily in Paris, the episode where, and well, so you can just stop if the answer is no, but if you did, the episode where the big fashion designer who's, you know, was losing it, he literally was upset. JT, you, I'm sure you haven't seen it. You, it's haven't. hysterical. He had an entire tray of creme brulee brought in and, and as he's, you know, life and doom and gloom and he's upset, he's just got a spoon and he's just. <laughs> cracking the top of the sugar that was his cathartic moment was just this entire tray of creme brulee and i hope he ate i hope he ate the rest of it too all right okay well i will ask ab ab how are you listening to these days so i have this song that i am in love with it's sarah reeves Sarah with an H and Reeves, R-E-E-V-E-S. And it's called Get Back Your Fight. And it is, if you haven't ever heard it, it's not super common. So you probably haven't. Super awesome. Go listen to it. She's, it's very, uh, you know, I just had surgery and I'm trying to kind of bounce back. And um, and it's my, it's my theme song at the moment. And then, um, yeah, that's my favorite. So I'm like rolling through the questions myself. <laughs> Well, maybe we need to change them up for episode 51. Um, what podcast are you listening to? I uh, I love the Girl Gone Business podcast, um, but I'm more of an audiobook person. I love, if I'm going to think business, I, I, most of the time these days, if I'm thinking business, it's taken up my whole life. So I need some space away from business. So I'm listening to a lot of fiction. Love me some fiction. Okay, so, cool. It's market research. Those- yeah, right. <laughs> I don't do I don't do audiobooks, but we'll pretend. Well, we've made a pact. Yeah. None of us can do audiobooks ever again. Um we'll find all of you guys that do audiobooks, we will send them all all, all day long. All yeah. Day long. And what is your favorite dessert? I I love uh all dessert. 
but if I had to pick, um, Cold Stone Creamery has the founder's favorite ice cream, which has like brownie and pecans that are toasted, like so they're got just the right crunch and caramel and um, chocolate. It's yeah, that I could eat that. I don't even I'm like lactose intolerant, don't even really eat ice cream anymore, but I will eat that ice cream all day. And NJ, what about you? Favorite? singer band composer you're enjoying at the moment i had to look it up so one of the things i um, my daughter rides the bus to school because my son goes to um, a special school i drive him and we kind of bond over he'll say mama can i pick the music and we went through a weird owl phase and i'll just tell you that could not have ended soon enough but he was all in, knew it all. We went through Imagine Dragons, Fallout Boy. Yeah, we kind of he he takes right turns. He's got ADHD too. But what we have been listening to lately is a song called Golden Hour by JVKE. I'll just hold it up because I don't. There you go. Can you see that? Yeah. Uh, for a second there, I thought it said Golden Nugget. Oh damn it! No, it didn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That was good. That was good. Anyway, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, and I love it. And I have no idea where because I'm like, it's not like we're. Just, he's actively we and we're big musical theater fans, so he knows all. He knows all the shows. Dear Evan Hansen, come from away. Of course, we all know Wicked. But anyway, so that is a song I recommend. It's really pretty. All right, what's next? I already know what's next, and you're gonna laugh at what me. Podcast? Have you been listening to lately? Yeah, I don't. I'm in with the I'm in with the group of non podcast listeners. I can't commit. Um, I don't know. I am so back and forth and all over the place and doing one thing and then the other and in the studio and then creating and I'm in my head and I'm designing and writing and all the things. I can't do more people's words in my ears. So well, and it, we reach a point where you start asking, does it add value, right? Like we, we all were podcast listeners. Like I, I listened to Mark Scott's podcast. Like, I mean, all of these voiceover podcasts, but we reached a point where we're like, we're just hearing the same. So we were trying to bring something different with ours. That's why yeah. if you're wondering why we make a podcast when we don't always listen to them, that's why. And what is your favorite dessert? My friend today is it's, it's tiramisu. But a mm. good one, because man, I've had I had one tiramisu, guys. Maybe some of you have experienced this. They put like Hershey's syrup on it, or I mean, like just botched it to pieces. One time they were like, "This is tiramisu," and you know what it was? It was mousse with a cookie in it. And I was like, "No, no, no it's not. No, this this is not in fact that." So we found a little Italian place and. They get it right every time. So I uh, thank you, Terry. It is. It is. I really enjoy I've because I've lived all over the world and, and we've traveled and I love it when I'm in the States and it's like the pizza place, which was like authentic Italian. And you're like, you have not been to Italy because no Italian <laughs> this pizza and it always makes me giggle. But anyway, I digress. Um, guys, this has been fantastic. What do you think? Everybody was good. It's our first live. We're trying it. It was great to see faces. Yay. What do I see? I love Logan, seeing faces. Scott, hi. Anna, big virtual hug, my friend. Big virtual hug. Right back we at you. We are thinking about you. We are thinking yep. about you. Lots of love. Lots of love. Who else is here? Let me look really quick. I'm so sorry, guys. I did. Jenna's Jay. down there. Deborah. 
Jennifer Simmons, she always shows up for us. You are awesome. And Jane. Hey, Jane. Hi. Sharon DeFranzo. Is it Tanya or Tanya? I'm like, Tanya or, is it or Tania? Tanya? Is it Tania? Tania? Oh, it could be Tania. <laughs> you know, you see a name and you don't know how to pronounce it. And now I, I feel dumb. I Anybody know. know how you say that? Well, yeah. guys, I don't want to keep you. So here's what I will say, as we say at the end of all of our shows, because again, this is still us. This is still the VOBB podcast. Be sure uh, to connect with us on LinkedIn. Uh, join the VO Booth Besties Facebook group. If you haven't joined our email list. And so now what changes? Nothing really. But instead of sending you a clubhouse link, you'll now get a Zoom link. We send it. JT, are we still sending our email out on Mondays or are we pushing it? I think now? we're going to change it to, we haven't decided. It's either going to be Tuesday or Wednesday, but it'll still be okay. at 11 o'clock um, Eastern. Um, and it's just going to look a little bit different going forward. Right. So you'll get, you'll get a zoom, you'll get a zoom link. You'll still have affiliate links and those things. What else? Um, we will still make this into not into a podcast. So you'll be able to listen to podcast anywhere you find your favorite podcast. And now that we have a video version, this will now, thank goodness, easily go to YouTube. It's been on me to update our YouTube videos and I have done a very poor job of that. Um, sign up for the newsletter. I already told you to do that. We also have links to affiliate partners and oh, AB, the uh, accountability. Yes. Um, you'll find the links to the Thursday Zuma and the Monday accountability in the social and in the newsletter every week. So yeah, that they'll both be in there. So I will, uh, I will put the names in hat. I will have someone in my family video. So, you know, I didn't cheat and pull those names and then we'll be in touch, um, by Facebook messenger or, um, email to get your information. The merch shop is going to go live in just a few minutes. If you want to check that out. And we are excited to share that. Yes. Our guest next week is Jody Krangle right here at 10 o'clock Pacific one Eastern. And we're going to be talking about podcasts and thank you all for being here. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of VO Booth Besties. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Well, pretty much anywhere they're playing podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook so we can keep the conversation going. VO Booth Besties. Yeah, it's a thing. thing.